world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. Lipstick Bodyguard, fear no evil. Get yours today, only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain, in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome Couple of rants to start. Oh, Jesus. That's Last night, Tracy and I went to see Billy Joel. Yeah. And I had an altercation. No. Yes. Yeah, that's impossible. Yes. You never have altercations. Pretty anything, decent right? seats. I won't get floor <laughs> seats anymore because everybody stands up in front of you the whole night. Yeah. So I get elevated seats. And the second Billy Joel came up and did a slow song, the four artards in front of me stood up and slow danced. And uh, Nice. I said, maybe you guys could sit down for the non-dancing songs and <laughs> the, the little douche flute with the hat on. Um didn't take kindly to that, and it escalated a little bit. It was mm. a douche flute hat. Too. Yeah, and then I basically I, told him I was going to throw his hat over the rail and have him <laughs> follow it. And, of course, Tracy got mad at me, and there it was. So, And, and this is the first time she's seen the real you, I think. Uh, yeah, first time in four months. On the way to the concert, she's like, I never saw you lose your temper before. She jinxed it. <laughs> She jinxed it, and then the other guy turned around, and I said, what are you looking at? Turn around, enjoy the concert. I shit bigger than you. Okay? So, needless to say, I think I ruined their mojo in the front. You think? So, yeah, I don't care. I don't care. Billy Joel put on a pretty good show. I like it because he did not talk any politics. Oh, I don't good. care if performers talk politics off stage, but when they're right. on stage and I'm yeah. paying, right. I don't want to hear it. That's why I will never go see Bruce Springsteen or Bon Jovi. No. No, both assholes. Shut up. Listen, they're entitled to their opinions. They're yeah. entitled to their platform, but not when I'm paying $300 or $200 no. a ticket. Right. And they're both personal okay. assholes. I know both Correct, of them. correct. When you're off, when you're off the assholes. stage, do whatever you want. Right. You know, <clears throat> fundraise, protest, whatever you want. I don't care. Last week, I did the uh, the Citizens First rally hmm. for Gallo for Sheriff, who's yeah, going to be our next right. Middlesex yeah. Gallo. Uh, Middlesex County Sheriff, by the way. We had, had about 100 Patriots show up. My buddy Lou Carr showed up. We uh, did a great speech. Uh, we followed each other. I told him, don't F up, as he was going up on stage. <laughs> <laughs> and he starts talking, Only and he starts you. getting emotional. <laughs> and he says on the microphone, he goes, God damn you, Anthony Calandro. <laughs> we have it on tape. That's great. Uh, he, he talks about his, his we're going to have him on the show. He talks about his uh, coming to this country from Portugal and, uh, you know, his whole family working hard and how they didn't allow his sister to come in uh, because she has uh, learning disabilities. And it took years to get her in. The rest yeah, of the family got to come right. in because they're yeah. not fence jumpers, which I get a crap for all the time. Uh, listen, next Saturday is the Second Amendment rally. All right, and I think uh, you people should all that know is about not it by in now. Trenton. Oh my God, Sandy, 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 <laughs> Sandy, Sandy, Sandy. The, the messages I'm getting: Are there buses planned from New Jersey or New York? Uh, what time is the rally on, in Trenton on Saturday? The rally is at the U.S. 
Capitol on the West Lawn. The real Capitol. Okay. I scored a hotel room at the Residence Inn literally 300 feet from the West Lawn for $139. Are you serious? Yeah, when the the news first came out, I booked the room. I'm driving up from NRA. I'll be at NRA Thursday and Friday. I'm driving up. I'm checking into my room, running to some two-way Patriots. The next day, I'm going to pack my bag. Gonna check my bag or put it in my car, leave it in the residence in parking. Gonna go speak at the rally. After the rally, I'm gonna get in my car and drive three hours back to New Jersey mm. like a big boy. <laughs> like a big boy. Okay. All in the same day. Oh yeah. Wow. There's people in New Jersey. SUVs, posting on Facebook and stuff. I got an SUV holds eight people. I got a van holds nine people. Yeah. Who's coming with me? Some of the comments are amusing. Like, oh, you're leaving from Monroe. Any chance you could swing past Marlboro? You know, like, okay. Yeah, they're close by. Anyway, we're our own worst enemy. So it was originally supposed to start at 1 p.m. There's a lot more speakers. It's going to start at 1230 now. Okay. So it's going to go 1230 till 3. Some of the people that are going to be there, Hickok 45. Wow. Okay. Cam Edwards. Wow. Okay. Iraq veteran 8888, Eric Blanford. John Platten from the Gun Collective. Eric Pratt from Gun Owners of America. Mike Sedini, Walk to Talk America. Gabby Franco, competitive shooter. Matt LaRossiere, Firearms Policy Conference uh, Coalition, FPC. Ron Pincus from the Second Amendment Organization. Anthony Calandro from Gun for Hire. My man Dick Heller from Heller wow. versus DC. Uh, Joshua Prince. Uh, Kevin Dixie from Aiming from the Truth. My man, our friend, Ken Blanchard, black man with a gun. Yep. Cheryl Todd, Gun Freedom Radio. Black Guns Matter, Maj Ture. Wow. will be there. Jeff Knox, son of Neil wow. Knox, who yeah. formed my early opinions on guns, will be there. Kerry Sloan, We the Female. Timothy Knight, grassroot activist, former NRA board member. Chris Cheng, sh- Top Shot champ. Uh, Alexander Rubian from the New Jersey Second Amendment Society and Anthony Garcia from Save the Second. All of these people will be there. All you have to do is show up. I was informed that I can't cuss, right? So I'm in a group thing. So I said, wait a minute. I'm from New Jersey. I can't cuss. What's my speech going to be? So Jeff Knox types back. He goes, here's your speech. Hi. I'm Anthony Calandro. I'm from New Jersey. Thank you very Um, much. Thank you very much. So that's where we stand. So I will be there. It is not in Trenton. It is in Washington, D.C. From the East Coast, from New York, it's about a three-hour drive. Yeah. Bring your family down. Have some fun. You know, this is important. And if you're coming from New York, you can just take, uh, you know, you can take There's a shitload of mass transit. Yeah, They've been posting it on the two-way rally <laughs> site. They've been posting if you're flying in, you're driving in, you're training in, you're jetting in. If you're driving in, park here and take mass transit from the airport or this or whatever. Pull up your pants. Yeah. Wipe your mouth. Right. Okay. <laughs> Pay your bills. Shower. Use deodorant. And try to get to the rally. And we've been to 2nd. some gun shows that uh, that that's that's good advice for. Yes. Uh, listen, everybody knows now under Governor Free Stuff um, that you can't have gun insurance anymore. He followed Governor Cuomo, Harpo Cuomo, and Gavin Dushnam from uh, California. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. You can still. Use U.S. Law Shield. It is not insurance. Right. It's it like, is, a, like it, a, an association. It's a member group, an association. All right? And if you go on the U.S. Law Shield website, 
or you can text gun for hire or use gun for hire you get a discount so i think you should do it now some housekeeping stuff by the way sandy yes i was accepted into membership in the professional outdoor media association Paul. wow yeah it's because it's my the podcast that we do okay <laughs> So I'm a member of Poma. The board of directors let me in. Freddie from Ammo Land, thank you for twisting an arm or three. <laughs> I appreciate that. Okay, so let's talk. So the rally is the second. What's the fifth? November fifth. November fifth. Voting. <sighs> Election day. Yeah. If you're an NRA member or an NRA uh, ANGRPC member, you would have gotten your candidate endorsements for mm-hmm. 2019. Yep. If you're not, go on the NRA's website, nrapvf.org, nrapoliticalvictoryfund.org. It's simple. You put your address in, and it tells you who to vote for. Because we are so uninformed. Okay, now... Unfortunately, in New Jersey, we have a lot of situations that are not that good. It's not very many people to vote for. But if you got two F's and two C's, who should you vote for? Yeah, right. Sometimes that C is a Democrat. Yeah. Okay. Remember, Senate President Steve Sweeney used to be an A. Right. Okay, so it's you have to look at the ind- endorsements. If you were a member of the NRA, you get an orange postcard for your district and tells you who to vote for, so you can bring the postcard to the polls. If you get an NRA magazine, any of the NRA magazines, all of the candidate endorsements are mm-hmm. in here, and who to vote for are in red. If somebody has an AQ, like District 3, I'm endorsing Edward Durr. Edward Durr has an AQ. Why does he have an AQ? Because he filled out the questionnaire... But he has not run for political office yet, so he has no track record on any voting history. Right. But District 3 is Edward Durr. That's who you want to vote for. And then we have another person. I don't know the other people, but District 4, Paul Dilks. He also has an AQ. But again, because he's running for the first time. Yeah. All right. Now, not everybody's lucky as me this time. I'm in District 40. And Krista Phillips is an A minus, and Kevin Rooney is an A minus. So it's easy wow. for me to figure out who to vote for. But like District 34, you have two people question marks and two Fs that are Democrats. Who should you vote for? The question, question marks. marks. All right. Better than the I'm, Fs. Correct. Because I'm getting those questions. All right. Because they didn't answer. Now remember something. Sometimes people when they're running. They don't answer the questionnaire their first time around because they don't want the left. They were scared. To it. Exactly. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> so, again, question marks are better than Fs. AQ is good. All right. Let's give them a chance to prove themselves. So, really look at it long and hard or just go on the NRAPVF.org. NRAPVF.org. It's all there for you. Okay. Uh, Sandy, remember we talked. Two weeks ago about being prepared at my dad's fall at University yeah, Hospital. Right. And I spoke so highly of University Hospital. Mm-hmm. You ready? Anthony, I've been a member of your range for several years since I was new to shooting. I have taken many courses at the range, which have helped me improve my shooting. As the former CEO of University Hospital, 
<laughs> I was not surprised that the amazing care your dad received from his unfortunate accident, as you, as you described in this morning's show. University Hospital often does not get the praise and accolades it deserves for a variety of reasons, mostly because it must compete as a public health hospital in the city of Newark right. against other hospitals which are financed with the support of larger health care systems. Yeah. The medical, nursing, and support staff in the trauma center and throughout the facility are top-notch, as you and your father experienced firsthand. Lives are saved there on a daily basis, regardless of who you are or your ability to pay. Mm -hmm. Thank you for sharing your personal story with your audience, and I hope your father recovers from his fall. I would enjoy the opportunity to meet you personally the next time I am at the range. Jim G. Thank you so much, Jim. By the way, my father is recovering very well. He's walking with a cane. He's got all purple, black, and blues all over <laughs> his body. The stitches are out now. Holy shit. Talk about a hard head. <clears throat> he, he, he managed to, you know, to survive falling down 14 stairs at amazing. 78 years old. Yeah, amazing. But uh, it, see that? So he listens to the show, and he was the former CEO from 2011 to 15, by the way. And it is a, it's a good organization. <clears throat> Guys, girls, you're listening. It's a level one trauma center. I was listen. I've been to hospitals. Some hospitals where their shit shows. The the way they jumped on my dad, surrounded my dad, handled it, testing this thing, communication with us. Yeah. Uh, Sandy, you saw that that email from that girl Robin I sent you that works at university. You have to help her learn how to do a podcast. I, I did not see the email. I saw just the chain behind okay, it. Okay, you have to read it because uh, her, her real name's not Robin. That's her nickname. You saw it's Allison, but. Uh, she was at the concierge in emergency, and she could not be any nicer, and mm -hmm. she asked uh, what Gun for Hire was, and I gave her a business card, and I gave her a brochure, and she says, oh, my God, you do a podcast, you do a radio show. I want to do one about my success, and I started talking with her, and uh, two years ago, she was homeless. She has a nine-year-old son, and she was at a shelter, and she got some uh, training at the shelter. Uh, for a job, and University Hospital hired her as uh, intake, and then they sent her to concierge uh, in emergency room. And she works seven days a week, and she has a roof over her head now. And she That's has a nine-year-old son. Wow. Her mom helps. She's a single mom. So she shared my her whole story with me, which was kind of heart-wrenching. She told Tracy and I the whole story while we were waiting for my dad while he's being treated there. So Matt is going to design a logo for her. You and Scott are going to help her uh, how she can economically get a podcast started. Excellent. And we're going to have her on the show to share her story because I do believe in paying it forward. You know, mm -hmm. you came into my Absolutely. life and you hooked me up with this whole radio show podcast thing, which has been quite successful. And now look at this. You know, we get uh, – she was just such a sweet woman. She's in her 40s and, uh, you know – when I told her I would help her, she started crying. Wow. And uh, basically, she wants to share, she wants other people to hear uh, what it's like so that when you walk past someone who's homeless or something, you don't just, you know, browbeat them because there's a story behind everybody. Absolutely. Whether sure. it's mental, physical, yep. environment, you know, there's just... There's, just the luck. Yeah, just luck. You can't, you can't just judge everybody, you mm -hmm. know... Uh, black and white there's a lot of gray area there so we're going to help her out she's coming in next week while i'm in uh uh next saturday the second while i'm in dc dc not trenton <laughs> and matt is going to help design a logo for her and then scott's going to help her get a web domain and then we're going to have her on the show and after we have her on the show me you and scott are going to sit down and you, we could just show her how to get sure, whether she nuts, needs right? a microphone yep. or two, and you know just just enough to to get her by, right. uh, because her and a girlfriend want to share their 
their stories, and I think it's I think it's great, great idea. and we'll promote sure. it. Uh, so, guys, uh, let me tell you something: the the American Dream opened up Friday. Oh, that, that giant thing! <clears throat> so, yeah. I've been posting. I've been attacking the governor online and the AG forever. But you know, the American Dream was thought up 17 years ago when malls were flourishing. Yeah. Half of the stores that signed up for Xanadu seven years ago, 17 years ago, are no longer in business. Amazing, right? Okay, they're gone. Yeah. And we subsidized that mall. For 17 years. Do you know how much money we gave them subsidies no. for new triple five? One billion dollars in are tax breaks, incentives, and subsidies. One, One billion, billion dollars. dollars. All right, the article on NJ.com said the state gave. Really? The state. The yeah. state the gave. State, yeah. right. So let me tell you how it works. <clears throat> 17 years ago, that mall was a shit idea. Right. Because it's literally six miles from New York. It's next to the Continental Arena or whatever it's called now. And it's next to Giants Jet Stadium and the horse track. It's horrific for traffic flow. Yep. There is no mass transit nope. that stops there. You Zero. have to take an Uber seven miles to the Sea Caucus Junction. Yes. The dumbest invention ever. What happened was the Democrats and Republicans secured this contract to build that to secure union votes. Right. All right? right, and get all of their friends and retarded family members' jobs and commissions and design yeah. and right. everything else. Understood. Well, it's taken 17 years to build. Hello, 40 percent <laughs> of the malls in this country can't collect enough rent right. to cover it. Right. Have they heard of right. Amazon? No, I guess not. Okay. Yeah. Listen, I understand it's going to be 55% amusement, 45% stores. It is Mall a shit America show. America is failing. Guess what? To park. $30. Oh, come on. Seriously? $30 to park. Wait, wait. wait. $30. 30 bucks to park your car to go into the mall? Well, because it's 55% amusement. So you're going to spend the whole day there paragliding and oh, snow sailing oh, or whatever yeah. that shit oh, that, is that they that, built there. That's going to work well. Okay. Oh, $30 to park. Here's wait. a good one, too. The parking lot is also an overflow lot for the Continental Arena. Oh, my God. Okay. Wait. So I wait. Got a better if one. there's a game, then you're competing with... The Continental Arena overflow, and you're playing thirty bucks and sitting in traffic. Correct, for and they're three closed hours. on. You can't sell on Sunday. It's it's Bergen certain County. stores are closed. Yeah, they're blue laws. Yeah, Bergen now County blue laws. here's the next thing: to leave the paid parking lot, <laughs> there's only ten booths that oh, you drive on. through. Are you serious? Yeah, there's ten. <laughs> there's ten. So what's going to happen is you're going to go in there for six hours. You're going to come and you're out. And you collect the money afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, of course, because seventeen work years here. ago that'll work. Yeah. Seventeen. <laughs> so you're going to spend thirty dollars to park. You're going to spend an hour waiting at the booths. Oh, right. Then you're going to get onto Route Three or seventeen or twenty and spend another hour oh, trying, trying to, get to get the hell out, out of the congestion. Yeah. Either west or east, it doesn't really matter. Or south or north. Yeah. All the high end shops are putting in there. We already have. In uh, the mall in Bergen County, the mall in Short Hills, and New York City. So I think this is all a bunch of bullshit. What a joke okay? this place is. Oh, my God. 30 bucks to park. I can't even imagine it. And you imagine what that line with 10 booths and all these mamalukes around here who can't figure oh out that God. they're going to pay. And now they're not going to have any money because they spent all their money on the amusements or whatever the hell, paragliding inside. 
Oh, that's gonna yeah. It's going to be wonderful, really, right? It's going to be a great thing. So oh, this boy. is what we this is what we deal with. Okay. Jesus, a billion dollars in taxpayer money. Yeah, a billion dollars subsidized. So the other day, so Friday, uh, Governor Free Stuff and uh, the Speaker of the House Coughlin and all of them, they all went and they went on the rides and stuff. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm sure they didn't pay. Did nobody they pay stuck the 30 their bucks? no. Nobody stuck their hand in the pocket. We paid for that shit. Okay, we paid for that shit. And uh, and you know, every time they show up, they're going to get free rides for them and their families. So the CEO had uh, had zipper pockets on his pants, and I'm like, that's nice, that's smart. So the politicians couldn't stick their hands <laughs> in the po- right. It's right. Pretty, it's pretty smart. Yeah. But you know, they're out there touting it now. Only a few things have opened. Okay. Really? Yeah, only a few things have opened. And they opened the place already, and it's not even open open? Yes, it's partially open. Oh, yeah. I give it two years. Oh, if that. Two years. Well, unless they get more uh, taxpayer funding. Oh, they will. We'll pay. Uh, We'll pay. No, state funding, not taxpayer. It's too big to fail. State, State funding. I want to tell you about my friend Katie. Katie is a nurse and she was attacked on her way home from work. She was totally taken by surprise. And although Katie is only five feet tall and 106 pounds, she was easily able to drop her six foot four, 250 pound attacker to his knees and get away unharmed. Katie wasn't just lucky that day. She was prepared. In her pocketbook, a harmless looking lipstick, which really contained a powerful man-stopping aerosol propellant. It's not like it was in our grandmother's day. Today, just going to and from work or to the mall can have tragic consequences. The FBI says a violent crime is committed every 15 seconds in the United States, and a forcible rape happens every five minutes. And chances are, when something happens, no one will be around to help. It looks just like a lipstick, so no one will suspect a thing which is important since experts say getting the jump on your attacker is all about the element of surprise. Inside this innocent looking lipstick is the same powerful stuff used by police and the military to disarm even the most powerful armed aggressor. In fact, National Park Rangers use the very same formula that's inside this little lipstick to stop 2,000 pound vicious grizzly bears dead in their tracks. It's like carrying a personal bodyguard with you in your purse or your pocket. Darkness brings danger. Muggers and rapists use darkness to their advantage. We all know what it's like to be walking at night and hear footsteps coming at us from behind. Who's there? If it's somebody bad, will you be protected? Your life may depend on it. My friend Katie's close call needs to be a wake-up call for all of us, myself included. Pick up a lipstick bodyguard and keep it with you always. becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. And what better way to say I love you than giving the ones you love a gift to keep them safe? Lipstick Bodyguard. It looks just like a beautiful little lipstick, but just like a beautiful woman, it has the power to bring a grown man to his knees. 
Lipstick Bodyguard, fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Just follow the link on the GunForHireRadio.com homepage. We're back. This segment is brought to you by Shooter's Gauntlet. With the helicopter. With the helicopter now. With the helicopter. Sorry, I just had to take a selfie. (laughs) Shooter'sGauntlet.com in Monroe Town, Pensacola, Kentucky. I mean, Pennsylvania. Sorry. Uh, Go check out Bob Ramo. He has the helicopter hole now. You can zip line and shoot. He has a 1,500-yard range. Okay. And when it warms up, we're going to go there. When it it warms up and we have, like, you know, it's nice and toasty and warm. Oh, and, all right, so the second is the 2A rally. Right. The fifth I vote and vote often. November 8th in Clifton at the Clifton Masonic Lodge, me and the great one, Evan Knappen, are doing a red flag law seminar. Due to recent changes in Farms Law in New Jersey, U.S. Law Shield and attorney Evan Knappen and Anthony Calandro from Gun for Hire will be changing the topic for their upcoming seminar. Evan Knappen will be, will be covering the new red flag laws that took effect, 9119, which is being reported to uh, arrest one person a day right now. Oh, my okay? God. Yeah, one person a day. Uh, so, listen, go on to U.S. Law Shield. Is that just in New Jersey or is that? New Jersey. Oh, go on to U.S. Law Shield and check it out, please. Uh, yeah, her name was Robin from University Hospital. Oh, uh, George Olaszewski. Even though you get tons of ball busting, early happy birthday, Sandy. When was your birthday? Uh, last week. Oh. Happy birthday! Thanks, George. <laughs> okay. I, I definitely spelled his name wrong. Okay. All right, just so you know. I, okay. I, I want you to know that. All right. So uh, uh, the, the American dream is not going to be much of a dream. <laughs> I will never nightmare. go there, but I will way. never go there either. 30 bucks to there. park. I won't even go just to, you know, out of curiosity. So, 30 bucks to park. What kind of brainchild was that? So the next thing. <laughs> well, it starts, it's like, it starts at $8 and it goes up. Oh. So the maximum is 24 hours for the day unless... If there's something going on at Continental Arena, yeah. whether it's tennis or whatever, then the parking's flat rate, $30, whether you're there 10 minutes or the whole day, because they can't oh, separate they can, right, one from the flat. other. Yeah, because it's a f- overflow lot. Yeah, that but, was yeah correct. Brilliant. So someone's going to park there yeah. and say, well, I was at the Dream, so I only right. got to pay $6. Yeah, you know? right. And exactly. the Continental, they want their right. big. Yeah. Okay? So Welcome to Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, welcome to New Jersey. Good luck. So now you're gonna if you in, if you're in the city, you're gonna How let's do you say really get there? if you want to Uber from the city. Right. Well, okay, Uber is one thing. If you so it's gonna be fifty dollars. If you want to drive from the five boroughs, it's gonna cost you fifteen dollar toll. It's gonna right. cost you thirty dollars to park. Forty five bucks. Before you even do anything. No, they're already worried that they don't have enough parking, so they're going to be setting up shuttles from remote lots. So that's what I want to do. Oh, yeah. I want to go Drive park in Carlstadt. Yeah, to, to go four miles from Manhattan to there, it's going to take you two and a half hours in traffic. Yeah. Then get on a van. Of course. Yes. And, and oh, that's great. Why, you wouldn't want to do that? No. No, that's me wonderful. either. I'm, just sign up in line. I'm, I'm getting it. I love lines. Yes. Lines are great. Okay, so there is a there is a, a dissension, more dissension in the state house. By the way, you know Murphy and Sweeney are going at they it don't big time, which well. is really good. The more yes, they kill each other, absolutely. the less they kill us, yes, right? Yes, and the less they can do. But here's the deal: the Speaker of the House, 
Coughlin, he is pissed off uh, Murphy, and Murphy pissed off him because what's going to happen is we have in New Jersey what's known as a lame duck session now. After November 5th elections, Murphy has his last two years, and Mm -hmm. the Assembly, they don't have – nobody's up for election for another two years. All 80 members are up. Nobody from the Senate's up for two years or anything. So nobody has to really worry. Right now – they're not touching hot button issues yeah, in New right. Jersey because they don't want it to affect like immigration, right. driver's license right. for illegals, gun more grabs. free stuff, gun grab. They're going to wait. So I got serious intel already that Bloomberg and his and his ilk have been working with our uh, House Assembly and Senate leadership because when the lame du- after the elections, we're, New Jersey is going to become number one. They're going to ban black rifles, semi-autos, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, my intel is really good. Uh, but that's not where the feud is. The feud is going on is that is right after the elections, Murphy is going to sign an executive order granting the 600,000 to 1 million illegals driver's licenses. Are you serious? Yeah, in New Jersey, yes. Well, because then they get to register for oh, motor to vote. voter. Yeah, yeah, yeah motor right. voter. So yeah. we get 600,000 more uh, Democrat or socialist or welfare voters because right. we need to have a welfare state. Because remember, in a three-tiered system – right. Right, the the, polite, the protected and political class and elites are the first tier. The illegals and criminals are the second tier, and the law-abiding taxpayers are the third tier. Well, to have true communism, you can only have two tiers. Right, you have to have them, the, and the, the, yeah. them and us. Right. So, what's in the way is the third tier. One of the big things away in the, uh, in the way with us third tiers, we have guns. Yeah, that's why right. they're constantly trying to grab right. our guns. Exactly. Look how right. they take advantage right. of us now. Right. And don't listen to right. us. Right. And we're armed. Could you imagine if we were unarmed, what they'd be doing to us right now? We would look like Venezuela and Cuba right now. Right, exactly. Okay? Yeah. So Murphy's plan is just like like California now. In state elections, illegals can vote. You know that, right? That's illegals ridiculous. can vote. In yeah. California, yeah. Yeah, in California. Yeah. In state elections. State elections. Not yeah. federal elections. Right. That's still constitutionally protected for a little while. Can you imagine any other country that would allow that? Really? Any other I've traveled all over the world. Every time I travel all over the world, I'm told, make sure you keep your passport and visa and documentation with you all the time. If you're stopped and asked for your papers and you don't have them, you will be locked up. Yeah. Okay? Right. Every other country that I've ever been to. Every other country. And and a lot of them are free and open countries, so to speak. You have to have the European Union. You have to have your papers. Right. Italy. If you're driving up a road and the Carabinieri sets up a, a, a roadblock, you best have your papers or there's a bus right there to take you out. So not us. So we need these votes. So Murphy's going to be pushing that. He keeps talking about a fairer New Jersey, right? Because he, yeah, because well, it's him, not fair for us. No, no, we don't. He doesn't give a shit about yeah, us. We're yeah. the third tier. Right? We're in the way. He knows already how law-abiding, tax-paying. God-fearing citizens are going to vote. So he's already written us off. There's nothing he can do to win us right. over. No, same not, as in yeah. California, You're same right. as in New York. Absolutely. All right, we're done. Nobody gives a shit about us. Right. And we've allowed it to happen. Yes, we Our have. Public, they're supposed to be public servants. We've allowed them to become public masters. Jersey has not always been the shithole that it is. No, no, but it's over. We're a welfare state now, just like California and New York. Right. You know, it's that tipping point, right, Sandy? Right. Where you always said, once you right. get a 50.1% of people on the dole, never and who's happen. on the Adult, all the unions. Right. I'm not disparaging the unions if you're listening to this, but you know you're guaranteed a dem vote because they're the ones that are making sure that you don't have a copay, you have platinum plans, or whatever. You have, even if you don't have those, they're holding the line for you. 
or they're at least promising you. Do you more have a stuff. platinum plan? No, I have shit plan. Yeah, we have me too. Sixty-four you employees can... here. Right. We have twenty-five that are on benefits because the rest have full-time jobs or their wives have benefits or whatever. And in a, in a small group like us, it's impossible no. to get a good plan. It would cost us ten thousand dollars a month per person. We were paying. Uh, my wife and I were paying for a small group. Uh, $2,800 per month per person. $2,800 per month per person. And we had a shit plan. And and yet, if you're a whatever, state employee, you're going to be getting it for, you know, you get a platinum plan. When they wanted to reduce it to a gold plan and they had to pay a $50 copay for something like that, you would have thought the state house was burning down. Correct. Correct. So, and, and the politicians... 100% free ride. Yes. Forever. For Forever. Life. For life. Forever. Again, the three-tiered yes, system. Exactly. The protected right. class, the political right. elites, the rich, yep. then the criminals, and the illegals, which is the welfare class. Which, again, 100% free ride. Correct. Same thing. So that's what you need. You need it. Every, every socialism or communism uh, country is two tiers. Right. We're rare that we're three tiers. Yeah. And the, the third tier is diminishing little at a time. The more you suck into the welfare state, the more illegals you bring in and you mm -hmm. put on the dole. You know what they I mean? They break the back. Correct. Eventually, our back is going to break. And then we're going to turn around. I'm at a point right now where I'm I'm ready to turn around and go, all right, where's my free shit? Yeah, right. Good luck. We don't qualify, we don't qualify. No, for no. free shit. We've been working we, yes. 80 hours a week our whole lives. We just had that discussion off air. We, the, the, both of us, eighty hours is a is a is a minor week. Somebody posted last night. A good friend of mine. He posted, "Oh, someday I want to grow up to be you because you're at the Billy Joel concert." I'm like, "Beautiful." I work eighty hours a week, seven days a week, three hundred and sixty-three days a year. Yes, I do take pleasures. I travel when I can. I'll go so, like, like I'm, oh, I'm going to D.C. next week. By the way, Ooh, I'm going to the Capitol. There's yay. a short vacation. Uh, <laughs> Divorced numerous times, target on my back, been arrested three times, had my rights taken away. I still don't have a firearms ID card. Right. Okay? So, you want my job? Deciding you can to, have my job. Deciding when you built this place whether you were going to put a shower in your office so you could sleep there. So I could sleep. Too. Yeah. Good luck. I like to see some people come in 10 o'clock in the morning and leave 10 o'clock at night, five, six, eight, nine days in a row. See yeah. what that's like. Right. Okay. Good luck, some people. I, I, I just get so tired of paying the bills. You do? Why? I guess because uh, I'm, I'm a selfish piece of garbage. Yeah, me too. So anyway, so watch what's going to happen after this election. So you better get all your friends and family, co-workers and everybody out there to vote and pick freedom over free shit. Not that it's going to help. The Republicans are just as bad. They all suck. They okay, they do. They all it. suck. There's Remember, no they're the first tier. Difference in this state? No, they're the first tier. They don't give a shit about right. us. Exactly. All right. But at least the Republicans still believe. Some of them believe outwardly in the Second Amendment. Some well, of them. They say that. Okay, I don't know what they believe what, because you can't believe a politician. What we have to end, though, Sandy, is we have to end the supermajority in New Jersey, just like California yeah, right. and New York. We but, have but, to end yeah, the supermajority. Our Republicans are Democrats, so it really does. And, and unfortunately, you're seeing it bleed from from here to states like South Carolina, North Carolina, Florida, Texas, 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 Virginia. Yes. Virginia. Virginia my, is a pure blue state, dark blue state. My speech on Saturday at the Capitol, <laughs> not Trenton, 
will Washington, be about D.C. Capitol. Washington, D.C. will be what happens in New Jersey doesn't stay in New Jersey and our three-tiered system. Yeah. And about how, you know, I'm so tired. Of, oh, just move. How many people from Texas told me just move? How many people from Virginia? How many people from New Hampshire told me just move? You don't want people from New Jersey moving to your state. Correct. Trust me. You really don't. Help us. They crap all over everything that they bring with them. The even the quote, and I'm doing air quotes, conservatives in New Jersey don't know how liberal they have been indoctrinated to be until they move to a place that really truly is free, and then they try to screw it up with all their crap. I need everybody out there, if you haven't read 1984 by George Orwell, oh, yeah, please do. Yeah, yeah. So New York City passed an ordinance that if you use the term illegal immigrant in a derogatory manner, you can be fined up to $250,000. Thank you, Justin Trudeau. Okay, and they're also uh, working on changing. They're not going to be able to call criminals perps anymore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Massachusetts right now is getting ready to pass a bill that you can't say bitch. Okay? Really? Bitch, 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 bitch. How was that, Sandy? Was that any good? Yeah, it sounded kind okay, of good. Okay, you think I could go to Massachusetts now? Well, we we try to avoid Massachusetts, even while we tr yeah. drive around so, it to get to Nappins. So if you, oh, I love going to New Hampshire, but that's changing too. Yeah. Okay. This is this is what they want. They want the they want the First Amendment to be selective. Okay. Well, did you see the latest poll on on people from the First Amendment? Sixty percent of the people think that the First Amendment should be rewritten. To include, uh, to ban hate speech. <laughs> the First Amendment, assholes, was designed specifically for hate speech. Isn't it idiotic? Well, you know, what else is in the First Amendment besides speech? Think about it. Expression? Religion. Rel um, we cannot have religion. That's it. No. <coughs> we I cannot don't care, be I'm, believing I'm, in that God crap, you know? Uh... <laughs> Communists, uh, they, they frown upon that. First thing Hitler did when he uh, came into power was to get these schools that had uh, crucifixes hanging up in them, take all the crucifixes down and put a picture of Adolf Hitler and everybody had to sing songs and praise that picture. Well, that's where we're going. Yes. I think we're there in many places. So you can't say bitch. You can't say illegal alien in a derogatory manner. F you all, yeah, okay? Right. Uh, listen, I'm so tired of this shit, this political correctness. But uh -huh. but read uh -huh. read 1984, uh, and yeah. if you want to understand about Anthony's philosophy with the three-tiered system, read Animal Farm. Yeah. George Orwell's Animal Farm in 1984, now available in nonfiction. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Okay? <laughs> Yeah, and Ayn Rand, and any of Ayn Rand's work. Oh my God! Yeah. Please, oh, oh, Atlas oh, shrugged yeah. first, <laughs> then the Fountainhead, but Atlas, Atlas shrugged first. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Nonfiction. For many people walking into a range the first time, it's quite intimidating. So when you walk in through the double doors, the first thing you'll see on your left is a concierge. When people walk in, they can take a tour of the range, or maybe they're coming in for an appointment with one of my instructors or me, and they'll be directed to the right classroom. It kind of softens the entire experience. It makes people feel more at home.
As you walk further into the range, you're going to notice we have New Jersey's only indoor 50-yard range, which is heated and air-conditioned. The dividers at each port are bulletproof. They're extra-wide ports so two people can stand side-by-side side and shoot. There's lights in the ports so you're well-lit. We also have three times as much light downrange that the average range would have because I believe it's important that the targets are well-lit. Our target retrieval system is all digital. You program how many feet you want to send it out and it stays there. Both of our ranges are tactically baffled, which means when we run our higher level courses, you can move forward to the firing line and shoot in any direction and bullets can't escape. When you come out of the 50-yard range, to your left you'll see our large classroom and go back up to the concierge and make a right. We have two smaller classrooms and those classrooms are for small one-on-one -on -one classes, our Build-A-Bear, building an AR. As you enter through there, you'll see that we have a uh, portal with a key to go into our Platinum Lounge. They can sit around and watch TV on the leather uh, chairs or couches and they can maybe work deals with their uh, clients. And you normally don't see a cafe in an indoor range. In New Jersey, we have this archaic law where you're only supposed to go from your house to the range, range to the house with no unnecessary deviations. I'm seeing a lot more families coming in now where they have multiple kids and the wife will stay in the cafe with one or two kids and they'll do a handoff. To me, it's very important that people are treated like family, so the bathrooms are very high-end. We use marble and corian and really nice tile and full-length dividers so that people are comfortable when they come in. When you exit the bathroom, you'll see the Gun for Hire radio studio where Sandy and I tape our show. After you pass that and you make a left, you'll notice our retail area. Over 120 firearms for rent. As you turn 180 degrees, you see the large sections of bulletproof glass. That's our 25-yard range. And inside our 25-yard range, we have 13 ports. Those ports are even wider than the 50-yard range. Both ranges have full-time range safety officers. In case you have any questions or concerns, they're there to help you. With the news, events, and political shenanigans impacting your freedom, you're listening to Gun For Hire Radio, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. My vape cigar just died. I just see that. The light went out in it. Bastages! All right, what am I going to talk about now? Let's see. No, I don't want to talk about that. No, I don't <laughs> want to talk about that. Okay, Montana, where my buddy, Sheriff Jay Prince, Prince versus D.C., from about 1996 or 86, I don't even remember. So a small town in Missoula, Montana, wanted to expand the background checks. And it was a violation of the state's preemption statute. And it got knocked down. That forbids local governments from enacting their own gun laws hmm. that would trump a state gun law. And the NRA was big on preemption uh, in the 80s and 90s. They got like 35 states to pass preemption, which helps them all out. We don't have preemption in New Jersey. No, of course not. No. We have uh, um, uh, Vaseline. Vaseline. <laughs> yeah. If you're lucky. If our public masters yeah. are lucky enough to lucky. give us a little bit. Yeah. Yes. So... Uh, <laughs> So we're pretty much screwed. So you want to talk about red flag laws. Since the Parkland massacre, uh, Florida has seized 2,654 guns from people that they deemed too dangerous to possess based on anonymous tips. Anonymous tips? Based, yeah, because that's all you need. You don't need to 
you could just say, I think Sandy's crazy. You should go to his house and check it out. And, and they, they do. Yeah, and they and just they take your take, guns. They go take your guns. That's where the red flag laws Correct. are, for those who don't Listen, know. there's going to be a Supreme Court challenge to red flag laws. It's just it's going to take years. Oh, yeah. You know, and the, they know that, and they don't care. Yes. You know, the Cheeseman case... Uh, we got no response from the Supreme Court. All right, yeah, so the Supreme it, yeah. Court's holding it. Pretty soon there's going to be about 10 <laughs> 2A cases. That they can't Ser- ignore. Seriously. Yeah. There's going to be maybe 10 cases that are just sitting up there waiting to see what the hell is going on. Yeah. All right. So let me give you an update. Uh, the Supreme Court appears to be holding six cases, including the ANGRPC Rogers case, pending and awaiting the outcome of the gun law challenge in New York City. The New York State Rifle and Pistol case will be argued December 2nd, with a decision from the high court anticipated in the first half of 2020. I hate the wheels of justice. Oh, it's horrible. Following the release of that decision, the Supreme Court is expected to either agree to hear the other concealed carry cases or else send them back to the lower courts to be reevaluated in light of its decision in the New York City case. In either event, it appears that there will finally be clarification on the validity of carry laws in over seven states. Okay. Uh, The NRA scholars think it's going to get kicked back down and the courts are going to be told to use strict scrutiny and redo the cases. Oh. Uh, so, which could be monumental. Uh, they'll be rioting in the streets, uh, equivalent <laughs> to like Rodney King yeah, right. when this happens. Cuomo is going to freak out. Murphy, right. uh, you know, Gavin Newsom, they're all going to freak out right now. Uh, let's talk about New Jersey's red flag law. Um, okay, all someone needs to do is suggest that a firearms owner might be in danger to themselves or others in order to chi- to trigger a chilling exercise of government overreach without advance notice to the gun owner or an opportunity for the gun owner to make their case before their firearms are seized in New Jersey. It can take over a year for even wrongfully seized firearms to be returned. <clears throat> the new law comes as part of a national anti-gun initiative to roll out similar laws in other states. Touted as a panacea to prevent mass shootings, the law is already being abused in New Jersey, Florida, California, and elsewhere as a tool to grab firearms from legal gun owners. ANJRPC is examining a potential legal challenge to the new law. We're waiting for the right case. Yeah. Okay. We need to get a case that's uh, clean, somebody with a clean background, and uh, where the government really overstepped. And then, but again, it's going to go through the courts. Oh, it's going to take forever. The NRA is watching, I think, seven cases right now in various states to see what the outcomes are, to see what legal challenge is going to be mounted. It's going to be like the carry law, uh, carry cases. To get one before the Supremes, we're going to have to have five or six of them fast tracking through the court systems. Yeah. And we'll see. As long as Trump is still president and he keeps appointing judges, we might get a ruling that doesn't go back. It right. doesn't have to go all the way up to the Supreme Court. Right. It could go to a circuit. Yeah. Let's give you an update on ANGRPC's magazine ban challenge. ANGRPC's challenge to the New Jersey's ban on magazines over 10 rounds continues to grind slowly through the legal system. ANGRPC recently filed an, a notice of its intention to bring an appeal to the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Third Circuit. That appeal could be delayed if the case is put on hold to first await a decision from the Supreme Court in the New York City gun case, whose outcome has potential to set new rules impacting legislation like the mag ban. In the meantime, the state of New Jersey has prematurely declared victory in the case, citing a bad ruling of the lowest level federal court and ignoring that this case is moving toward higher level federal courts where a final and definitive ruling is being sought. The NRA and NRA and JRPC are fully backing the California 10 
10-round mag bank ban case that is first in line to go to the U.S. Supreme Court, which will probably be on hold awaiting the right. decision from the A. Think yeah. about this. If we right. don't get an opinion from the Supreme Court until June, May or June of 2020, how many two-way cases is the Supreme Court going to have? Right. Right. And then especially with what's going on in, with all these red flag laws everywhere else, I mean, some of that's got to make its way there. There's got to be lawsuits that are going to happen. But they're never going to stop. I mean, guys like Bloomberg, they, this is his, it's his obsession. And, you know, George Soros, we know why he's doing it. He's, he really wants socialism. Speaking of that, all of you ladies and gentlemen listening, there was an, an article that's gone viral now that the masters of the universe have begun indexing and tracking serial numbers of guns posted online. If you take a picture of your gun online oh, and post it online, if there's a serial number, Google and Facebook, they're indexing those serial numbers. <laughs> Yep. Oh, my God. True, 1984. True, true. Now available in nonfiction. Holy crap. If you're going to post a picture of a gun, cover the serial number. Okay? Or just uh, don't post a picture yeah, of the gun. Yeah. I'm sure gun broker and stuff, they have serial numbers. They're, you know, they're indexing all of those guns. But oh, sure. think about the database they're going to be able to hand over to the government or a private entity. Someday. To say, now, suppose, think of this, and this isn't just paranoia. Uh, you uh, hold up your friend's AR-15. At a range. Mm. And now they come looking for you because they got face recognition and that serial number recognized. And if you and, don't... Uh, where's that gun? You know, in today's cameras, like I have the new iPhone 11 Pro, yeah, right. the serial number comes out pretty clear. Oh, yeah. If the lighting is right, they, it comes out really clear. So be careful. You can inadvertently... It, you know, I get people will post a picture, Grandpa died, found this in the attic. Anybody know what it's worth? Cover the serial number now. Right. Okay, seriously, that that's a gun that's probably pre nineteen sixty eight. It's not in any database anywhere, and now you just put it on an online database. Yeah, and you're right. as the possessor. Right, exactly. All and right, they're going to be looking for that, whether you sold it or not. They're going to still want. You're it. the possessor. Yes. Until it gets posted in somebody else's hands, you have chain of custody yes. on that gun right, right now. Can I do a learning segment now? How much time do we have left? We've got time. You've got about uh, ten minutes. Okay, so ten minutes, bro. I'm thirsty. I'm hungry. I'm tired. And I think I got to poop. <laughs> Anything else? Let's talk about dominant eye issues. Okay. We get this all the time. All right, uh, about twenty percent of the population are cross-eyed dominant. Mm -hmm. You can call it anything you want, but I call it cross-eyed dominant. So 80% of the population are right-handed and their right eye is their dominant eye, or they're left-handed and their left hand is their dominant eye. Two out of ten people, you'll be right-handed with a left eye dominant, you'll be left-handed with a right eye dominant. Well, cross-eye dominant people tend to excel in a lot of sports, hockey, baseball. Yeah. Etc. Think right. about this. If you're a baseball player, if you're at plate, at bat, if you're right-handed and you're right-eye dominant, you have to turn your head mm -hmm. so far to the left for your right eye to be in line with the pitcher sending right. the ball down. Think about if you're cross-eye dominant. You're staring right at it. That's why a lot of pit, a lot of batters switch hit. Yeah. They learn how to switch the other way, put their dominant eye on, on the ball. Wayne Gretzky was cross-eye dominant. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of sports people that were cross-eye dominant. Uh, they tend to be ambidextrous, a lot of them. I can only button a button or pull a zipper up with my right hand. I've tried with my left hand. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Okay? Not good. I had an orthopedic surgeon here one day and said that when he gets someone who's a righty-righty mm -hmm. or a lefty-lefty, they know that if you're a right-eye dominant, that your right hip and right knee are going to wear 
first because you'll always start stairs with your right foot. Like me, I can't go up a curb left foot first. It's always right foot first. See, and I'm I'm left foot dominant. You're left foot dominant. Yeah. Art hard. Yeah, that's um, true, yeah. Where cross-eyed dominant people can go up an escalator or stairs or a curb with their left foot or their right foot first. Yeah. I always have to lead with my right. So my right knee, right hip get more wear. How can you test this? Take a paper towel tube, hand it to somebody, tell them to look in it. Chances are the hand they extend it, like a young kid, if right. they extend their right hand, they're, right, uh, they're right-handed. If they put that tube up to their right eye, they're righty-righty. If they put it up to their left eye, they're cross-eyed dominant. Mm -hmm. It's an easy test to do. We test everybody that comes into our classes here. We test people in the range and all. That's now, the first thing you taught us to do as uh, instructors. Yes. Well, back then, I would hand you a, a 1911 barrel yes, and tell right. you to look at the rifling. Right. Yeah. So I tricked it. Yeah. yeah right. And you look down the barrel to see the rifling, and I can tell which eye is your dominant eye. So a little secret there. So... Let me tell you something. It could be difficult if you're using iron sights with a rifle because if you mount the gun to your right shoulder and right cheek weld, your right eye is supposed to go down the barrel of the gun to look at the sights. If you're cross-eyed dominant, your teeth go into the stock of the gun <laughs> yeah. for your left eye. Now, if yeah. you're running a red dot or a holographic sight or something, it's a lot easier right? because you can have both eyes open and look straight through whatever the aperture is. Uh, with a handgun, it's not hard because you, if you push the, punch the gun out in front of you, it doesn't matter if it's your right eye or your left eye that has the dominance. And I shoot with two eyes open now, but for the first 30 years of my shooting career, I always shot with my left eye closed because I started as a bullseye yeah, shooter. Yeah, I was going to say you were a bullseye shooter. Yeah. Now I shoot with both eyes open. I noticed my accuracy went down a little bit, but my peripheral vision and target acquisition has increased tremendously. Oh, yeah, sure. So, you know... What you should do is diagnose everybody before you take them shooting instead of in the range with the paper towel tube. Anybody here, just disassemble your Glock or whatever. Take the barrel out and hand it to somebody and say, yeah, look hey, inside. Look, look, inside. look at the, the rifling. rifling. It yeah. looks like the beginning of the James Bond movies. That's because that's what that yeah. is. It's the rifling, right. you know. Everybody can associate known to no, an unknown like that. And they're going to pick it up. and they're, You hand it to a three-year-old kid, a paper towel tube, right hand or righty. Put it to the right eye. Beautiful. If you have a child, male or female, that are cross-eyed dominant at an early age, sign them up for baseball or hockey or tennis mm. because cross-eyed dominant people, whew, my God, they're much better in sports yeah. than strong yeah. side. Okay? Especially any of that hand-eye coordination stuff. Correct. So I keep both eyes open now so eye dominancy doesn't really bother me. If somebody has, if somebody's right eye dominant and they lose their right eye, their left eye will become dominant. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Eye dominancy will switch too. Yeah. If you're using your right eye, your, your dominant eye a lot and it fatigues, your dominancy will switch over to the other eye. Right. It Which is sometimes you get blurry vision. That's exactly what's happening. Correct. So I, so these are some of the things that you. It's easy to diagnose from somebody. Um, we've had people come in here with rifle, and their left eye dominant, and we tell them to shoulder the gun on the left side with iron sights, and it's like, oh my god, I'm finally hitting the target. <laughs> you know, like how did that happen? <laughs> well, the target's uh, in line now. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, I like to keep both eyes open. That compensates for cross-eyed dominance, and you should start practicing that at, at an early age. And uh, But, again, use this to test your, all your loved ones, friends, and family and everything. It's a, great, uh, it's a great segue to get somebody shooting. If you're at work with somebody and you, you hand them a paper towel tube, or you know what? If you got the means, go buy a kaleidoscope. <laughs> 
or steal one when your kid gets a little older. Steal yeah. that six dollar dollar store kaleidoscope. Yeah. And uh, I used to, I didn't ever need a kaleidoscope because I did magic mushrooms when I was a kid. So we made our own so kaleidoscope own. in brain. That's great. Yeah. But get, hand somebody the kaleidoscope, paper towel tube, or whatever, and tell them to, <laughs> some of those are hanging over. Yeah. Or get 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 yourself uh, the little telescope, like you know, like yeah, a, yeah. like the. Uh, what do they call those guys that do the boats? What's the guy uh, called? Captain. Captain. Yeah, you know, get yourself one of those. You know, yesterday they were, they were making fun of me at the Billy Joel concert because I had my opera glasses <laughs> with the handle on the side. Did you beat the guy in front of you with the uh, opera no, glasses? No, but I wanted to throw his hat and have him follow it yes, over the rail, sir. but I didn't. I just Pins saw... and needles, needles and pins, happy <laughs> man is a man who grins. Yes. That's right. What am I mad about? Well, that's that right. fucker with the hat. That's <laughs> what it was. <laughs> You know you're a jack-off. You're wearing a hat, too, uh, Billy Joe. Especially Collins. that hat. Yeah, you're wearing it. A it fedora. Was, it was definitely yeah, fedora. one of those. His mom dressed him. Douche hats. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. What were you going to say before I rudely interrupted I forget you? what it was. Saw Group, this 28th. Second Amendment rally, November 2nd. Vote, November 5th. I will be doing the U.S. Law Shield November 8th. I got a full dance card at Gunfire Academy. We got courses galore from low light, no light to all of our urbans. We have an urban revolver course starting soon. Bobby Prouse wow. and uh, Tony Arena are finishing it up. We all love okay? real guns here. Get those people out there to vote. Get your ass to the rally. It's at the U.S. Capital Not in Trenton. W-A-S-H-I-N-G-T-O-N-D-C on the <laughs> West Capitol L-A-W-N. A lawn is a green thing. There will be a podium and speakers. Your job is to show up with friends and family, teach your kids civics lessons, civil disobedience lessons, and First Amendment exercise lessons. While we still have a First Amendment. And we also just got word now by uh, old fax machine that there will not, and I say will not, mm. be any green jello. No green no jello. Green jello is all out, so I'm sorry. So if that's a reason, it's a good reason as not. Okay. Well, you've done it again. You've wasted another perfectly good hour of listening to Gunfire Radio. Gunfire Radio is a kind of media production. The music is in this podcast is published by Cosmo Music New York, New York, under license to broadcast media incorporated. On behalf of my co-host, Master Trainer Anthony Flango, and the rest of the crew here, <laughs> I know he died. I know he's going to do it. We love you. <laughs> See you next week.